Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. My name is Tori Barker, a digital marketing specialist, business owner, mom, and you guessed it, a creative visionary. This podcast is about inspiring business owners, building connections, sharing success stories, and motivating others. Join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary. Hey there, podcasters. Are you looking to take your show to the next level? Let me introduce you to Podtask, the innovative platform that simplifies the podcasting process and equips you with the tools you need to succeed. With Podtask, you can say goodbye to the headache of managing multiple tasks and deadlines. This app provides a comprehensive systemization and task management platform that helps you streamline the podcasting process. And it doesn't just stop there. Podtask also offers AI-based marketing tools to give your podcast a competitive edge. As a fellow podcaster, I know from experience how important it is to have a reliable and efficient tool like Podtask to keep you on track. It helped me save so much time in post-production, which allows me to focus on what really matters, creating great content for my listeners. So if you want to take your podcast to the next level, be sure to check out Podtask. As a special offer to my listeners, you can sign up today and get started with their free forever plan by visiting creativevisionariespodcast.com forward slash podtask. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today, I am super excited to introduce you to our guest, Marsha Van Weinsberg. Marsha is a storytelling NLP trainer, a speaker, an author, and a two-time podcaster. Marsha, welcome on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Tori. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. So how did you get to this point in your business journey and your life? Uh, I'm sure it's a, a long, <laughs> a long tale, but maybe you can give us just a short version. I, I definitely can. And it is a long tale, but I will definitely give you a short version. I was a parent about 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago that started, we started dealing with teen substance abuse and I found myself trying to fix, manage and control everything that was happening with my kids, because most moms, we have that unwritten contract that we think every single thing is our job. And that's what I did. And then at the same time, almost lost myself in the process And through that, I started to really do a lot of work on myself and recognizing that there was a lot of gaps where people were not sharing difficult stories because we were in the space of so much shame, so much secrecy, fear of judgment, all of these pieces. And I had a conversation with my counselor at the time. And I said, I just, no one is talking about the difficult things in life. And she said, maybe that's because you're supposed to. And I, I will never, that was a turning point for me. Cause I was like, well, that's crazy. But at the same time, I thought, what if I am actually, yeah. and through that process, I started in very small groups in very small, um, you know, events and speaking small stages, they continue to grow. 
But the really what happened is through that process, I kept having, you know, so many people, no matter where I spoke, come up and say, that was my story. You just shared my story. I've never told a soul. And I'm looking at all of these people who've spent decades of their life hiding behind a story. And the thing is, is when we hide behind a story, we give that story power. Like we give it power and we actually keep ourselves stuck. I say that with love, but we do. And then what happens is, is that we can't find ourselves a way out when we're the way out. Like we are the way out and we have to find a way to move through that. And over time it grew. I'm, I openly share this. I'm grateful. I didn't see what it was going to grow into because I had a lot of work to do on me first. I I guarantee you, I would have self-sabotaged guarantee it because I was not ready. Yeah. But that's why we go first and we do that work on ourselves. And it grew into um, a solo book, multiple collaborative books mm-hmm. and two podcasts and a number of different speaking engagements. But it really boils down to teaching people how to out of voice, learn how to own and share their story and change the meaning of that story. Yeah. Everything you said is so dead on. And I think entrepreneurs specifically can relate to that um mother i mean any anybody can relate to that but i think um for me specifically i i totally relate as an entrepreneur because there's you know limiting beliefs and there's certain points in a business growth where you have to break through and get to that next level but unless you tell your story and and take the power away from the fear or whatever it is that's holding you back you're not going to get to that next point and so I love that you're you're giving this a voice and you're encouraging people to tell that story and look inward and figure out what's holding them back so that they can reach their ultimate goal or, you know, reach the excellence that they have to offer. Mm, I love that you brought it into limiting belief, be, limiting beliefs, because I think that's especially, I mean, in all areas of life, but as an entrepreneur, like a hundred percent, that is just the the thing humans, we crave that growth. We want to grow. We want to see, um, new opportunities and be able to be that person. But until you learn to work through those limiting beliefs and learn how to change that story on that really core level, it's, it's impossible. You can't outwork, you can't outwork a limiting belief and you can't continue to push through it. And so it's been a, it's been a real journey. That's where, NLP really came in, in the last couple of years is just learning those pieces of what those limiting beliefs are. And when you shared that piece, I just want this message to land for everybody that the things that you think are the most unrelatable parts of your story are actually the most relatable parts of your story. And that's the piece that connects us to each other because so many entrepreneurs will reach out and say, I can't do it like X, Y, Z. I can't do it like them. I'm like, okay, forget all that for a second. Who do you connect with the most online? And they'll start naming people. And like, why do you connect with them? They're like, oh, cause they're real. And I love them. And they, they're showing me all the behind the scenes. And I'm like, but that's what you're craving. And that's what others are craving too. So learning how to show more of our realness, yeah. it can go so much further than we think. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the other points too, is that we get to a point where we recognize that we have a block or something that we need to overcome. Mm -hmm. So how do you help clients get past that? Like clearly identify what is that, you know, Mm -hmm. cause it's like, 
I can think about myself and my business and how, you know, I'm in a growth phase, but I have so much potential and opportunity in front of me, but am I really reaching the potential that there truly is? And, and what is it that's holding me back? How do I, how do I figure out that one piece? You know, a lot of times it's like, I think it's me. <laughs> I'm holding myself back because maybe it's confidence or maybe it's, you know, um, not understanding my worth or whatever that might be. So how do you help people really fine tune and pick out what is that thing that it is that they need to overcome? Mm, okay. So this is a fantastic question and it really, you, we can't change anything until there's awareness. Like you can't change anything until there's awareness. So you have to be able to see, almost see yourself and hear yourself and recognize the words that you're saying. And when you're in that space, you want to be able to, you know, interrupt that pattern right in the moment, because I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think we have like 65,000 thoughts a day. And of that 80%, we repeat from the day before. And of that 90% are negative. Like it's actually really scary. And so it's, it's a process, right? It's definitely a process, but one is the awareness, being able to interrupt that pattern and see it when you do it Two, to me is one of the biggest steps is, um, do not apply shame or judgment when you recognize it right? Immediately dropping into like, I cannot believe you're doing this again. Like you do this all the time. You say you're going to start and you don't fall. Like that is not helpful. (laughs) There's no level that is helpful. So really getting into a space for me personally, when I work through this and still work through it all the time, um, I don't do it alone. I never do it alone. The second I want to retreat and do it alone is almost the cue that it's like, no, no, no. This is actually the time that you have to show up and share yeah. because that's where you learn and you change the meaning. Mm. So the other thing I would say there is write out what your limiting beliefs are. Like actually the thoughts that are coming to your head, write them down because it's interesting words in our, and thoughts in our brain they have a lot of power. And when we put them down on paper, we get a chance to look at them and say, that's actually not what I want to believe right now. That's not true. And you can see it. So now you're starting to change the meaning. And if this is a really simple way to say it next is write it in a new empowering way that you are working towards. Now, this is not saying write an affirmation that I'm going to be a millionaire next week, because (laughs) that is just, I actually don't believe in a lot. That's just me personally. I think an affirmation on its own without working on the limiting belief is, is a waste of time personally. Mm. Um, so I think then is changing it into a new empowering belief and then surrounding yourself with that and then being that person. So a really quick example, if I can share for me, I always had this belief that I had to work hard in order to create anything. I do believe work hard, but I'm telling you, I took it to an extreme burnout, constant burnout, doing it alone, not asking for help. And then getting mad at myself when I was burnt out or sick, when I was still probably doing three times the work of what most people would do, it was never enough. Basically at the core of the, most of our limiting beliefs are not worthy or never enough. And so I, I, started to recognize that that is not an empowering belief. That is not what I want to believe because if that's the case, my business, I'm always going to hate my business because it's going to burn me out. Yeah. And so I started to change it and the new empowering belief 
been writing it almost every day for three years is that um, like the more I rest, the more I play, the more I earn my desires are met with ease and grace. In the beginning, it sounded absolutely ridiculous, but I kept practicing it and I kept writing it and I kept seeing it. And then the other piece of that is going to the root of that limiting belief, seeing where it comes from. And this is where NLP techniques can come in really handy. See where the root of it is, change that limiting belief there, and then start to get your subconscious mind on, on the same page because our conscious mind is the goal setter. It sets that goal, right? It puts it out. That's only responsible for 5% of your thoughts and beliefs. So the vision boards, as beautiful as they are, they're only 5% of what's going to get you there. Your subconscious mind, where those limiting beliefs live, is 95%. It's the goal getter. So get that on board when you are setting those goals. And that's your powerhouse. And that's literally where it's going to make a, make a massive difference in going after those goals. That's awesome. So you mentioned NLP, right? So talk to us and tell us for some, for people who may not be familiar, what is NLP coaching and how is that different from a traditional coaching approach? Mm. And this is, I love this question. So NLP is neuro-linguistic programming and it is really how, like the thoughts that we think, the thoughts that we think, the stories that we're telling ourselves. And ironically, I didn't realize how much NLP meshed with the work that I did until I hit a wall and went, God, this is not working anymore. I've got to find another way. So again, we're, we're the, we're always the client. We go first, right? We have to learn. (laughs) We do like, let's be real. It's so true. (laughs) And if you're not, then, or if your coach is saying you don't have to, then no, that's like a board. That's not a, that's not a good sign. (laughs) You're always the client that's going first and learning. So really NLP is really the understanding of how our brain works and how our thoughts work because it is creating our reality. And it really is important that like our subconscious mind is, is created pretty much up to the age of eight. So that means that, you know, some people say, but I didn't have any trauma experiences. You don't have to have trauma. We have big T's, little T's. We have that, but we also have our perceptions of what we took in up until the age of eight, something that was said that we then perceived as something that wasn't even accurate. And so those meanings are embedded in us all the way through. And when you can start to look at NLP, you can start to find ways that you can support your subconscious reprogramming to match the conscious effort of going after the goals. And it's a big hidden gem. There's a lot of different tools and techniques with it. But as a coach and as a person who supports clients through sometimes some fairly traumatic stories, this has been a godsend in learning these tools for myself and for clients. As a podcaster, you know that creating great content is only half the battle. That's where Remarker comes in. Remarker is a podcast branding, production, and marketing solution. Whether you're a seasoned podcaster or just starting out, Remarker will help you grow your show and build your authority. So why wait? Head to creativevisionariespodcast.com slash Remarker, that's R-E-M-A-R-K-R, where you can book a demo and discover how Remarker's full service approach can benefit you and your podcast. 
Yeah. Well, and it's interesting you talk about that subconscious, right? Like the stories or the words or the phrases or things that we tell ourselves. And somebody had mentioned this to me before, and it really stuck with me. And they said that um, the things that you think in your head about yourself, right? Like you, you tell yourself, you put yourself down, whatever that might be. They said, look at a picture of yourself as a child. Would you say those things to a child that your child self, right? Like, would you say that to them? And it's like, no, gosh, no, I would never do that. Well, then why do you say it to yourself? And so it's like, how do you break that pattern of mm -hmm. those, those subconscious things that just run through your head and we don't, sometimes we don't even realize they're going through. And it's like, until you stop and realize the awareness piece, like you talked about, you can't make that change and you can't break that cycle. So I love what you're talking about and, and this approach of really kind of pulling all the pieces back and really figuring out what it is at the root of it that you need to solve or fix in order to move forward. No, oh, I love that you shared that example. Um, thank you for that. And that's the, the inner child work. Listen, I spent most of my life in my masculine. I was a, like, I mean, went through a lot of different traumas. I just pushed through. That was my brain's way of thinking. You just keep pushing through. And it wasn't until I started to do some of the NLP work that I understood like, wait, my way is not working. Like it can't, it, something has to change. One of the things we had to do was a whole inner child healing. Um, and no one's ever asked me this in a podcast. So I'm actually glad that you brought it up and it might sound like strange for somebody who's listening, but here, this person, myself in this masculine energy sat down to do the inner child work. And literally I, it broke me. I had a moment where I was like, I looked at that younger version of myself and I could see the emptiness in her. I could see it. And it was heartbreaking. Mm. Now, one of the things that I think is very powerful to do, we can do it at any age, um, is to be able to look at that younger child or another stage. If you have another stage of life where you really judge yourself, mm. how can you take time and pour love back into that younger version of yourself? It will change the game. I'm serious. It will change the game. When I shared my talk the very first time on stage, um, my life was a mess. My health was a mess. I had spent most of my life in health and fitness and I hated where I got to. I, I mean, I was really just trying to survive. I looked at the pictures of myself, that first talk on the stage. I was so hard on myself. I was so ridiculously hard on myself that I couldn't even look at them until I started to do this inner child work. And I went, you know what, Marsha, like shame on you because not shame, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be doing any of this work I am doing now if she didn't go first when she was scared out of her mind. So now when I have those moments come up, I will stop and pull that picture up and I will just like pour a massive love and gratitude because she got me to here. And yeah. that is a very healing exercise to do for oh. anyone at any stage. I love that. That makes me, Yeah. I'm making notes in my head of <laughs> what, a, what I need to do. It's like, okay, wait a second. I'm going to have to replay this episode for my own personal benefit, you know? <laughs> and that's, it's so funny that, you know, I tell people all the time, people that I uh, are in podcasting with me, and it's like, there's certain moments in a podcast where 
it's almost serendipitous, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting how things align and the where you are in that moment and how ironically the person that you interview or the person that you start coming in contact with is exactly who you need at that moment. And you don't know you need it at that moment until you get there and you're like, wait a second, like I, me, I need to hear this. And so that's part of what I love about podcasting too, is because if I know I need to hear this, then I know there's millions of listeners out there who also need to hear this. And so I'm that gateway to give them the opportunity to hear your story, to hear these, you know, techniques and these, this information just to kind of move us forward. Cause we all need this healing and growth and, and there's so much potential in all of us that I think it's just a matter of, you know, harnessing it in and, and getting through those hard times. Mm, thank you for sharing that. Like there's, there's a perfect example of vulnerability and like <laughs> being open and sharing and knowing, right. I do believe that there are times where the message lands, but we're also open. We're ready. I've had it too. I've had podcast guests where I'm like, wow, that message was for me today. That was yeah. definitely for me today. So um, yeah, I'm grateful for this modality of podcasting. It has been when I first started, I, I knew I wanted to create a space where people could share difficult stories and everybody around me thought it was absolutely crazy, like absolutely nuts. And I was like, all right, well, I still think it's a good idea and I think I'm supposed to do it. So I'm just going to keep following that gut. <laughs> Yeah. And that's a lot of it. You have to follow that gut and the intuition and, and know that you're headed in the right direction. Mm -hmm. 100%, 100%. So one of the other things that is always a common thread and the conversations that I have and what I do in my work um, is community. And so I'd love for you to talk about how you are building community around the work that you do and helping people to uh, take themselves to the next level. I thank you for asking. I think that community is something that we all crave at the core. And I think it is something that we all wish we had more of in some way, shape or form. Not that we need more volume of people. It's the connections, right? It's the kind of connections. The other thing I feel about community is that there is room for everyone to rise. Like the quote that like the rising tide lifts all ships. There's room yeah. for everybody to rise. And I think that that's the other power of a community and building it. And I, we've been sitting here with our podcast growth over the last um, couple of years, especially this last six to 12 months and trying to find the best way to build community around the people who are supporting the podcast. And that's what we've decided that it's going to be a mix of the podcast community also incorporating like NLP techniques that we'll be giving on a monthly basis as ways to support the people in the community. And then we're going to take it one step further and we are building out Kimberly. I'm saying this live. I just said it live for the first time, like the other day. So this is the <laughs> practice, right? You yes. got to speak your visions into life. You want to speak yeah. about being visionary. You have to speak the vision into life because I firmly believe like the next person or the next connection might actually have a missing piece that you don't have yet. Yeah. And that's the piece. So there's permission to anyone who's listening. But we're going to build out a digital magazine that is all about outspoken and building um, authentic connections because outspoken is such an anchor word for me. It's something that like my NLP 
coaching certification is called outspoken. Um, outspoken was the word I was told I was way too much when I was a kid. So it's got a really good anchor word for me. And which is because I literally make a living from speaking. So it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself in a good way. And um, we're taking this and building it out as a digital magazine, but it's going to have four different components and it is connections, community, collaboration, and contribution because I'm huge in contribution. And this is the piece of it, you know, when it comes to some of the digital online magazines or the digital magazines that are out there, like it's a ridiculous cost to be part of it. And that's not what I wanted. I don't want it to be this big showcase thing. I want it to be something where, you know, everybody has an opportunity to share and, you know, your next best best connection could be right through that community. And I think the other reason selfishly why community is so important to me is because I spent so many years hiding. Mm. I spent so many years trying to do it on my own, muscling through, not asking for help. And I know what it's like to live in that space. And I don't ever want to go back there. I don't want to. So I think community is incredibly powerful. And I think uh, another dynamic that we haven't even touched on is that our world is so virtual now and that connection is um such a different it's it's so different than it was two three years ago right Mm -hmm. connection and community used to be in person holding hands you know shaking hands whatever it might be having conversations but right now there's a everything is so virtual which it's good and bad, right? Like virtual gives you so much exponential reach. Like you can connect with people in other countries mm-hmm. that you may not have had the opportunity to and build these these connections with through a virtual space. But at, at the same time, there's still a little bit of disconnect that you don't get with that in person. And so it's like finding that balance and whether it's, you know, the conversations that you have or the frequency that you have it or how vulnerable you are when you show up on that virtual space um, that really makes it worthwhile, whether it's virtual or in person, community is community and you need to harness um, what it is that you need from that in order to help each other and mm-hmm. grow and learn and just all the things. <laughs> it's so true. I'm so glad you said that because I do believe I mean, I think the last three years have really showed us what is possible because I mean, I've like last two weeks I podcasted with um, Israel, Ireland, New Zealand, like when was that ever possible? Like it's, it's yeah. so incredible and it's also very easy to only be behind the screen and not connect with people. So I've been really working on, you know, connecting and networking with people in real life too. So I think yeah. there's. And it's actually taken time to practice getting in like with people in a sense and network again, just because we got so comfortable with this behind the screen. Right. Um, But yeah, I, I, I think that it, we underestimate the power of community. And I think we are all sometimes like one connection, one introduction away from the person who can show us what is possible. So I think, again, the biggest anchor for me is I'm not doing this alone anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. So let me ask you one final question. If somebody listening to this is like absolutely resonates with them, what is one step that they can do or take to push them forward and to have them, you know, 
break past those boundaries to get to the next level and, and, and grow. Mm, I think that I'm going to follow my gut with this. And I think that the first thing is calling out the story that you want to change, Mm. like call it out and look at it and see it and look at the story that you actually feel called to change, to break the pattern, whatever it is. Chances are really good. Again, I say this with a lot of love. Chances are really good. You've repeated this story, this pattern for most of your life and you getting to a space of consciously looking at it and saying, you know what? Yeah, I actually have done that one on repeat and I've learned what I need to learn now and I'm good. So let's rewrite that story. So getting really clear on what that is. And then the other thing that I think you can do is first start there. Second come from a space of, you know, I like to play the, I call them the what if games, like start to ask the possibility questions, because it's really interesting. If you ask yourself this one simple question, wouldn't it be cool if, and allow yourself to brain, like just dump out whatever those ideas are. It's really funny when I do this in a virtual setting, because I'll say, wouldn't it be cool if, and people will start to, they'll write down and you can see them almost like consciously thinking, is that the right answer? Is that the right answer? <laughs> Judging and then, themselves as they yeah, write it. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I can see it. And then they get to number three or number four. And all of a sudden they get, start to get emotional. Mm. And it's like, now you're onto something. Now you're onto something like you're in, you're in what your soul is calling you to move towards and start to write it out and think like, wouldn't it be cool if, cause all of a sudden you start to play in the area of possibilities and it might be exactly what you are like craving is what could be possible. Yeah. And so those are the two things I would say, and definitely like, you know, get the support that speaks to you. I mean, you don't have to, I, I think that mentors are amazing and I would never do it without mentors, but I think you have to meet yourself where you're at. I mean, when in the beginning I, I couldn't have afforded anything. Our life was absolutely falling apart. Podcasts and YouTube videos are what did it for me. Yeah. And so I will always have that part of my business that is there in a way of giving back because I, I think that it's important that we meet people where they're at. Yeah. I love that. There's a quote that I, I say often is serve the person you once were. And that's very much aligned with exactly what you said. <laughs> you, I love that you said this. And if I could just, and if I could just add one little piggyback to that is, is that you are perfectly designed to help the person that you once were mm-hmm. and the person that you once were, there's thousands of them just yeah. so you know, there's thousands of them. So you're already qualified and you're perfectly designed to help the person that you once were. Yeah. Well, Marsha, I am uh, blown away by this conversation. I think this is by far one of my favorites. Um, and so I just am so grateful for you and for your opportunity to talk to you and share the story So if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how can they reach out to you? Oh, thank you so much for having me and for your words. I mean, I don't take that lightly and I appreciate it. Um, The, I've made it, I have a very long last name as Troy said in the beginning. So (laughs) if you go to Google and you start typing Marsha Van W, all of it's me, which makes it a lot easier to find me, but that's my social media, my website, everything is Marsha Van W. And my podcast is called Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And we are into episode like 550 something. So um, there's lots of content that's there. And then I'm pretty much, you can find me on pretty much most social media platforms. 
Awesome. Well, definitely reach out to Marsha. She's a force to be reckoned with. And um, I truly am honored to have you as a guest. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.